At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Blacker Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, mental health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, when we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our intention is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back, queens. How's it going? Queen (laughs) boo-boos. Shit, that's funny. It's going good. How are you? I'm good. Good. How was your week? How was your weekend? My week my week was trash as fuck. I was dragged this week and I will tell you guys all about it on Patreon. But it's been a week, I'll say that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The shit that went down threw me for a loop. Upside down. So if you want that tea, join us over on Patreon. But other than that, it's just been a regular week work and work i feel like wait we did our oh okay yes this is true work has been the same my week has been equally uneventful just work and i'm working this weekend which sucks a dick but last week we told y'all we were going to the d nice concert so it'll be really cute to recap that what a time my heart was full i danced the night away yes. it was so special i'm so glad we went oh i'm I, so glad that we went i i wasn't expecting that at all like when i, I saw either. the lineup there were a few people that i'm into i think i was just excited that there was a concert happening mm-hmm. and being at the hollywood bowl vibes yeah and i'm like that's always a nice venue and this is good to like for us to go so i was glad y'all were down Mm -hmm. but i wasn't expecting to have that much fun like and everybody that i've seen since then um people were even in my dms like wow that looked lit it was just such pure fun yeah that's the thing like it was just like you didn't have to do much. It was come all the fun was coming to you. All you had to do was absorb. That's how all I you felt. had to do was be present. Everybody I just felt like was a sponge. Up. Everybody was up out of their seats, dancing, on T vibes. I just felt like I was just taking it all in, like pour it on to me. That's how I felt. I felt like I was just taking it all in. And it was just such a great time. And I was just in pure bliss. I had a ball pure bliss i had a ball it wasn't like being too drunk either like you know you get real fucked up it was like the perfect amount of buzz dance good times vibes it was was kept controlled oh my god it was kept controlled the music was good i know it was you know what was really nice is that it was fun across generations yeah everybody had fun it was so good it was millennials there we had some gen z's and gen y's some <laughs> uh w's some, some boomers. aunties some uncles and some grandma you know it was um remember generation x generation x a generation you don't remember that when the spice girls did that for pepsi that was a big commercial anyway <laughs> i ended up seeing my director there y'all she said they had a great time. I bet. We talked about it all day on Monday. and, it, and I was on a high. A high? Just to be knocked the fuck down okay. the following day. I know. It was the following day? You're making me high? Yes. It was the next day? Yes. Wow. Just took the air right out of you. I had a good time, though. It was a blast. I'm proud of D-Nice like I know him. I'm happy for him because mm-hmm. he's... I, I don't follow him on Instagram, but... 
the way that this show came about was because, you know, when we were in, initially in quarantine, he was DJing on Instagram Live for hours, yeah. providing people with pure entertainment. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because I was listening to The Breakfast Club and Ingrid was on there, Ingrid Best, mm -hmm. the vice president of, of um, Combs Enterprises, the spirits division. And she was saying that initially she had presented <clears throat> once Dean Nice had first started doing these concerts, club quarantine. Uh, club quarantine she had um, on Instagram she had presented him with a check, like you know, let us do, let us get you some a sponsorship. We got a check for you, and he was like, no, I'm doing this from my heart. Wow. I'd have been like, it's coming from my heart, but that can also go in my pocket. Yes, heart and pocket. <laughs> heart and pocket. Okay. And look what it is now. Wow. Now he's on like a little tour. And he was like, mm -hmm. I can't believe he was like, I'm just soaking this all in. Like I have a full production. This yeah. full set. And it just feels so good. Like I never, oh. I never would have imagined And this. when it's your time, it's your time. And D-Nice has been already been lit. For years. But D-Nice was already lit. He was a popular DJ. He was a known DJ. DJ, but this has definitely been elevation. This like took him to the next level. He's definitely exceeded. I mean, Ascended. during the pandemic, yeah. he, right. <laughs> during the pandemic. Every time I say ascension, I think about <laughs> and I was um, in the position of ascension. He during the pandemic he reached a million followers, and I know he got of like a hundred thousand followers in a day. Yeah. He DJed the first time he DJed. He was on Instagram for hours, eight, Instagram live for eight hours. That's how long he DJed. That's how long a full and day. And he got like two hundred thousand followers in one day. Another hundred thousand. He was doing it like pretty frequently. And he still does it. And that was what I just thought was so sweet. He put that whole concert on Instagram Live. He was like, "This is up right now, Instagram Live. We're starting where we we we're keeping it going from where we started." Yeah, don't forget us. The roots. Yeah, it was just a great time, and that was the first time that I've been at a concert Same. since the pandemic in eighteen months, and it was just a, such a feeling to be back out there amongst my concert going brothers and sisters. I had a great time. I had a really good time. I'm glad time. that I was there. Yes. Definitely felt like summer. Oh, it was a blast. Love the Hollywood Bowl. It was a blast. I just can't get over it. It was a good time. I'm sure y'all, if y'all went, had a great time. Everybody whose story that I saw who was there looked like they had a good time. But we looked like we were having the best time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Why am I like that? The competition Why of times. I, like I don't know. Everybody had the fun that they had. I know, but I just know ours was peak. You don't know that because theirs could have been peak. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. My experience for me. That was peak for, for you, though. I know. That's why I said but I know But you said, but was. we were better. That's better. Let me have my said. moment. Damn. Just like Ruby Rose. She was shamed. <laughs> thinking that Drake was talking about her. Her friends were like, oh. Anywho. Yeah. So, yeah. <sighs> so, that was the weekend. That was last weekend. This weekend is. um. We'll have to come back. This weekend is just nothing. Nothing happening. Tomorrow, though, I'm going to have a few oh, things. You'll be busy tomorrow. Tomorrow, going to um, our own event at SoFi Stadium. I forgot what it's called, but it has something to do with wellness and yoga. Vibrate higher. Vibrate higher. Mm -hmm. And then um, me and Kayla are going to 1010. Oh, nice. So I'm excited to see the vibes. Cute, 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 cute. Yeah. I'm not doing shit. I'll just be working. Got me working, working day and night. Yeah. But I did tell them that I want to go to dinner after, so and maybe I'll it? be at dinner. Yeah. <laughs> um. What do we do here? We do <laughs> our. Someone asks. Just so y'all know, the new week, new tea portion is done. I don't know if y'all still want us to say new week, new tea. We were talking about our tea because somebody said oh. y'all didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but that part was um originally reserved for when we talked about like things happening in pop culture and we're not doing that anymore so but we can say it because it's still a new week and we have new tea because yeah. the episode is new new tea so if y'all love it we can keep saying we it. can keep saying it but just know that it will be our tea oh you mean like before like when we talk about the weekend they want us to say it? that's when we would have to say it it wouldn't fit anywhere else okay we, can, yeah. we got y'all next week on yeah it. okay so what we need you all to continue to do is leave your ratings and your reviews. I think we had 1840. That sounds about right. And we're we, creeping up on the end of the year, y'all. We we're need creeping that up on the end of the year, and we have a goal of 2000 that we are trying to reach. So please keep coming through, leaving your ratings and the reviews. It's They're really important. important for the show. We're not just telling you to leave them because we like to read them, although we love reading them. 1842 but is right. We need you all to leave them so that they help the show. 
when we get to 1942, shots will be taken. Of 1942? Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. <laughs> okay, so this one comes, the review of the week comes from JVX. She says, my favorite podcast. I'm so grateful for this podcast. I just turned 21, so I'm trying to find mm -hmm. ways to maneuver through life as a young adult. This wasn't the one I was going to read, but she gets hers read too. Um, as a young adult, and I feel that this podcast has helped me in so many ways. I appreciate the honesty and the vulnerability in every episode. Thank you for this. Wow. Thank you, Jay. The next one, we oh, have two this week, super. comes from Jernessa. She says, thank you. Thank you, ladies, for being unapologetically you and just providing so much insight and realness to know vulnerability is power. And as you ladies show vulnerability in certain episodes, brings me so much courage and inspiration to be authentically me. I love that. Yeah. Thank y'all for being young baddies listening to this show. I love a young 21 year old. I wish I was 21 and listening. I probably would be way far ahead. In a different place. In a di but you're where you're supposed to be. And you know what? We couldn't be 21 listening to this show because we had to be 25 creating it for y'all. <laughs> okay. Is that how we were? Wow. 20... Can was, you, can you, we were only 25? Maybe 20, 26 going on 27. Maybe just no, turned 27. that makes me feel older. 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33. No, but definitely this, this show has held me accountable. We had just turned 27. Me. That's how old we were. We had just turned 27 a few months. Oh, okay. 26. Well. But anyway, yeah. Uh, shit, I could have been 27, 21 listening. Had to be 27. Creating. I'm just saying that if there was someone who was 21 that we... When we were 21 that we could have listened to. Yes, I agree. That but I'm been glad great. that we are here but for y'all. But we're here for the um, the current 21-year-olds and others. So thank you and for the reviews. And now we all aunties. Right. And the big sisters. Yeah. Yes, thank y'all for rating and reviewing. Please don't stop. We have a goal to reach. Do your part. Um, you can also join us over on Patreon. We have a goal to reach over there. We need big bags. Big bands busting out the Bentley. Yes, band. if you Tango. are a fan of the show, Patreon definitely is a way to say thank you. Mm -hmm. Because it helps us in a monetary way. That is our main way of receiving income. That's the main way of keeping this light here on. It keep it to sustain the podcast. We need coins. It's not free to run the show. Mm -mm. So over on Patreon in exchange for your coins, we give you a little something, something, a lot of something, something RT. to be quite honest. We give our life. <laughs> <laughs> we give our life stories. <laughs> we do um, bonus episodes related to the series. We yes. do affirmations audio affirmations playlists. if you like the affirmations you'll love the audio affirmations we yeah. do playlists journal prompts just a lot of things and like Brittany said if you want to hear her treacherous story of what happened to her this weekend this week you will definitely want to sign get up get on over there because i'm telling it all baby get over there <laughs> run <laughs> do not fucking walk because i got a vent she has and too. there may be some new things that play out to add to the story but the main story is enough so to it's show our appreciation for our patrons, we want to shout y'all out. Who are our patrons this week? This week we have, let me pull them up, pull them up, new patrons. Ashley. Hey, Ashley. Mia. Hey, Mia. And Genesis. Hey, Genesis. Come on. Welcome to the gang, girl, the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We're taking it back to the beginning. Yes. On the asses. Yes, yes. Thank y'all yes, yes, for yes, being yes, here. Yes. We really appreciate you. We do. So last week's episode, right? Because mm -hmm. that's where we are now. That's where we're at. We are still in our friendship series, y'all. We're going strong. Last week we talked about friendship, PTSD. It's real. Um, this is basically the experience that you have after a friend has ghosted you or a friendship ends traumatically and you just feel like there's a wall up that you cannot go on that you feel like oh, i'm jaded i'm closed off and you are afraid to build friendships again yeah this happens we actually were pretty chatty this week on instagram with chatting about gas being gaslit and if you've ever experienced experienced friendship ptsd and we noticed that a lot of you all have it's yeah. pretty common we're all going through things with these friends why can't they keep their shit together yeah it happens but it it's real but there are some tools to help you navigate Mm -hmm. if you are or have experienced ptsd or to prepare you just in case you run up against it in the future because bitch it's real these bitches are crazy yes uh so if you haven't already listened go back there's some gems in there like all of the episodes come on what do you think we're doing here right besides providing gems listen to it 
As someone who has struggled with hormonal acne, I've tried every cleanser and cream there is. Nothing was working. I wanted more for my skin. I was so tired of the struggle. Luckily, there's Apostrophe and I'm so excited to partner with them. Let me tell y'all a little bit about Apostrophe. Apostrophe is a prescription skincare company that offers science-backed oral and topical medications that are clinically proven to help clear acne. And let me tell you something. Oral meds are all the rage. Once I started taking oral meds, my hormonal acne was finally controlled. It's so nice that Apostrophe provides that option for those of us that have struggled with the over-the-counter products. Apostrophe connected us with board-certified dermatologists who created personalized treatment plans for our unique skin. I love a personalized touch. It hits different. We took their easy online quiz where we answered questions about our skin goals. Then we snapped a few selfies to show the dermatologist what we were working with. And from there, our special treatment plans were created. And I know that they give you what you need because when I took the quiz, they asked if we were taking any meds and I mentioned that I was on the spironolactone, which ladies, that definitely helped me. So answer the questions truthfully. But now that I've cleared up the acne and I'm just focusing on dark marks, they provide me the perfect product, which is hydroquinone and then sunscreen because that's very important to wear when you're using that product. I love that. You're going to be glowing all year long. We absolutely love that licensed dermatologists took the time to consider our skincare needs, like Brittany mentioned, and customize regimens for us, all from the comfort of our own home. It does not get any better than this. The convenience of Apostrophe is unmatched. Apostrophe does more than treat acne. Their products can also help you hit your other skincare goals like redness, wrinkles, and hyperpigmentation. Yes. So ladies, tap in with Apostrophe. Get your skin right. We have a special deal for our homegirls. Save $15 off your first visit with the board-certified dermatologist at apostrophe.com slash BGB when you use our code BGB. And this code is only available to our Girl. Just ours, okay? To get started, just go to apostrophe.com slash BGB and click begin visit. Then use our code BGB at sign up and you'll get $15 off your dermatology visit. That's apostrophe, A-P-O-S-T-R-O-P-H-E dot com slash BGB. Use that code BGB to get your dermatology visit and save $15. We thank apostrophe so much for sponsoring the podcast. This week, we are talking about the phases of friendship. Yep. We're keeping on, keeping on. And we know that friendships have cycles, right? They do. We make friends in certain grade or age, and then we kind of progress. And friendships don't stay the same because we're constantly evolving. We're constantly growing. And it's essential that we understand the differences so that we can continue to move through them with grace. Yeah, and it's kind of liberating because sometimes... People um, feel a little bad about outgrowing certain friendships. Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. why was that? Why am I not able to keep this friendship? But it's natural because it people change and we go through these different phases. And sometimes the friend who was your friend in adolescence might not make it to be a friend in adulthood or senior. And it's, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Senior who? Nigga, the real, the post adult. I know. Damn. Yeah. But we going to be together. Sticking beside you wheelchair i hope we ain't no wheelchair no walkers and shit oh well if we get there i'll bring it together you know that's very <laughs> sad when you get older and your, and your friend friends died. die yeah yeah it happens it happens take us together lord the rapture we we want to go really old but still functioning <laughs> oh my god i want to go like 90 or something i want to know i lived a good long life and i can leave here in peace the 90 Bitch, yes 95 my, my great, i'll go my 95 great my great grandma i think was 90 something so really 90 seems too too um early no it Let, doesn't for Girl, me what? it does i see 90 year olds I, I see 90 years who's still walking on a treadmill bitch if you could walk miles <laughs> on a treadmill i ain't ready to go if i'm cooking eating cleaning i know but the thing is keep in mind that the older you get you're not going to be with your whole family bitch it'll be just you no it'll be you and that you will be the matriarch you will have your kids and your grandkids you'll have something to live for don't take me lord <laughs> 
95. Let me cross over that threshold and then and then I can go meet you. Then I'll be at your feet. Anyway. King's okay, feet. Okay, so there is a TED Talk <laughs> by Lydia Dinworth, who is a biologist, who talked about the biology and the evolution of friendship. Mm-hmm. So if you want to watch that, watch the science of friendship. It's a TED Talk. We'll link it. Wow, we used to really be into TED Talks too. Remember? Yeah. Getting back into it. Very it was the, ex- the exploration, the bag of exploration. Yeah. Yeah. We learned a lot. Yeah. So let's basically what Lydia told us was that science suggests we invest in relationships in a way that delivers strong bonds, mm-hmm. regardless of the amount of time, you know, you've known each other. That's how we get in. We start linking up with people and then we are fully invested. Yeah. We are fully invested, dived in, both feet in, hands, nose, head. Yeah, she also <laughs> let us know that friendships are strong forces in our lives and that we should be, like you mentioned, fully invested. But friendship is really that energy behind how we move forward. Yeah. It's like family, friends, bitch. And then everything else kind of. That's why we should or I try to stress the importance of friendship mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it is important. And a lot of times friendships are looked at as not as valuable and important as and they not are essential and not essential, yeah. especially over love relationships. A lot of the times people get into relationships and they're just like friends. Like, I know I don't need friends or I don't have to prioritize. And I think once you realize that like friendships are that, that main support for you, like it's your backup It's not your lifeline, but Okay. Like when you're on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, there are three lifelines. Yeah. Call a friend. Period. Eliminate. Period. I don't remember the third one. Ask the audience. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I feel like there's something else. But at the end of the day, if life was Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, you have three lifelines. Mm-hmm. The friends, the family, the money. I'm going to put four in there. Religion <laughs> or spirituality or God. No particular order. Put them however you want. But they out there. Yeah. You need them. You need friends. This is your support system. And anybody who feels like they don't is tripping. You honestly don't have much support if you don't have any friends. Unless you got a banging ass family. But even then, people with a lot of cousins and shit, they be seeing those cousins as friends. And then that's when it's like, my cousin slept with my man. (laughs) Oh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I didn't like that. No, no, I'm just saying. You're like, okay, what was happening? The cousin Faye. What's that cousin Faye? Yeah, Faye. The cousin Dirty Faye. bitch. But yeah, there there should be a variety. Mm-hmm. Like family definitely serves this person. Then there can be some crossover. Like yeah. even your significant other is considered a friend. That's always beautiful. And your family. Right. And friends are feel like family too when you're really yeah. gang ganging. But definitely you need friends. Like people, we need friends. Mm-hmm. And I saw a couple of tweets a little while ago that were like, um, there was this thing going around that was like, I love the friendships where we don't got to talk all the time and we never miss a beat type vibe yeah and it's like okay i get it like there are certain friends like that for sure Mm -hmm. but the way that the the that scenario has been presented or the way that i've been perceiving it at least is like people are like we don't gotta talk like we don't like basically like you don't have to invest anything into a friendship you do should you should talk you should hang out like it of course the frequency frequency will change depending on the phase of life that you're in but there should be some intentionality put in to foster mm-hmm. in the friendship. Mm-hmm. And I don't like when people make it seems like seem like someone's high maintenance because they have expectations for a friend. Our relationship should have some form of expectation. That's just how relationships work. There should be expectations. Yeah. And, and I feel like, like to your point, when you're in these different phases of the relationship, that's kind of like allowing grace, right? Like maybe we don't talk every day because your life is different from mine. But I feel like when there's those, there's those certain type of people who try to use that as the, the escape, right? Like, Oh, we don't got to talk every month all the time, but you know, I love you girl. Like, right. No invest. Act like you want to be here. Right. You have to nurture the relationships. Yes. All relationships require you to nurture them. So, a romantic, the nurturing in a romantic relationship is mm-hmm. no different. I mean, it's a different, but yeah, yeah, the same type yeah. of effort has to be exerted. And you have to give all your relationships the same amount of time and worthiness and appreciation and gratitude. Like your y'all, this is just rule number one for a friendship outside of the trust and everything else. But this is also up there. Don't put your friends on the back burner for your lovers. No, don't do it. I don't even feel like there's a comp- a competition. 
Like there's a room and a place for friends and there's room and a place or time for lovers. That's it. But yeah. when you try to choose up and make it where it's like, you can only be with your man, you can only be with your homegirls and you get fucked from the front and the back. Don't do that. And if you get in a relationship where somebody makes you want to choose or makes you feel like you have to choose, get out. Yeah, that's dangerous. Get out. If they're keeping you from your friends, that's not cool. And you know what? I feel like sooner than later, you're going to look back and realize, damn, I made a fucked up decision. I think if somebody like a significant other is trying to keep you away from your friends, that might be a controlling tactic. Like, why you don't want me to have no friends? And that wouldn't work for me. I'm a person who's very autonomous Mm -hmm. and I can never see myself putting my all into just my significant other. Like, you're cool. I love you. I like you. But damn, can I do something else? Like, Jesus. Yeah. I have friends that I want to hang out with. Yeah. Honestly, sometimes I might need to hang out with my friends more. The nigga more. Hang out with your nigga more? Yeah. Yeah, that's okay. Me. Wait, you want to hang out with him more than your friends? I'm saying the balance of hanging out with the nigga more. Because if I have plans with my friends, I can't see myself canceling them. (laughs) (laughs) That rarely happens for me either. I think there just has to be a healthy balance, whatever it looks like for you. You know, figure it out. But don't let your friends, especially your lifelong friends or your longtime friends, slip to the wayside because you get involved with somebody. That's just bogus and crazy as hell. Right. I don't get it. I don't get it. I've never been the type. I'm very inclusive. I'm like, girl, come. This is where we going. Or I just be with my boo-boo sometimes, but I be with my homegirls too. Right. I like to do them both. Yeah. All of the above. <laughs> you can do a mom but there still should be separation like i don't always want to hang out with you and your nigga of course sometimes you just want to hang out of with course. the friends of course of course um so let's talk about how friendships change over over the lifespan let's get it so early childhood in our early childhood we need these friends to play with these are our friends who are accessible the neighborhood this is like May. your proximity friends. Yeah. Y'all become friends because everybody live on the same block. Maybe even like the cousins. Like that's how you become friends with your family members mm-hmm. because it's like we're family. Yeah. We're always in the same location. We are family. That's my grandma. One of my grandma's favorite songs. Love it. I got all my yeah. sisters with me. Yeah. So yes. like in the, during these years, we need friends who will accept us. Let us hang out with them at school. Play tetherball. Period. We got the same lunch. Yeah, we're in the same class. There's not too many same like morals and values. You don't even have no morals. No, you're you're making friends solely based off of proximity. Are you friends? Like you're in my apartment complex, or you live on my street. The apartment complex is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Are you? Do you still have a friend? Are you still friends with anybody from your early childhood? Somebody you like? Not elementary. No. What, what? Wait. What is early childhood? Like t- middle school? Yeah, Kayla. Like maybe a little bit. We met that. in middle school. That's kind of like late adolescence. But um, like no, outside of that, no. Elementary. I don't even remember what half them people look like. <laughs> I do know one. Like some of my friends, we went from elementary mm-hmm. in the same high school, so like we're friends on social media, but we don't hang out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. I mean. Oh yeah, job. Yeah, Jop has been my friend from early childhood. We knew each other since fourth grade. Yeah. Um, and we're best friends in sixth grade. And my first Tiffany. Tiffany is also yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you also live in the same city. I mean you grew you've grown up here and you never moved. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Tiffany is one. But I'm I'm like not gang gang with him, but I still am Yeah. In, you know, frequent communication. And my first boyfriend, Wayne. Oh. The fifth grade boyfriend? fourth oh God, that makes it, it. crazier <laughs> so, <laughs> that makes but, <laughs> that Damn. makes it crazy respect on it it's not crazy i've always been a lover yeah and i've always been a long-termer long-termer yeah but we we were in the same class and then he lived around the corner from my house you he told ride us, his you scooter he ride his scooter in my house y'all yeah i don't um there's some people that i know but we're in, yeah we're no. like social media friends. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Kayla is like my close friend that I've known since early childhood. So that's late adolescence. So we also make yeah. friends in late adolescence, which is like, you know, where we end up 
needing friends to think like us, dress like us, somebody we connect with, we're establishing our identity when we're having struggles and challenges. It needs to be like, oh, I feel you like, girl, I got my period or I like this boy. Right, or they want to do the things you want to do. Yeah, you know, hang out, gang, gang. Hey, bookies, we got something special for you. Are you ready to dive into a celebration of blackness that's as diverse as the experience it represents? Well, NPR has got you covered with Black Stories, Black Truths. This is a groundbreaking collection that's more than just a podcast. It's Revelation. What does black representation in media mean to you? Because to me, it's about breaking down stereotypes, challenging biases, and also showcasing the rich tapestry of black experiences. For sure. Absolutely. And Black Stories, Black Truths is the epitome of this celebration. Each episode is a living account of what it truly means to be black today. And it's told from a unique black perspective. And I feel like these aren't just stories like the narratives of joy, resilience, empowerment, and also the incredible ability to create world shifting things out of the struggle. Seriously, you'll hear about everything from pop culture icons like Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to discussions on vital topics like reparations, y'all. There's really no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Have you tuned in yet? One of my favorite episodes is the one on how real self-care takes real systemic change. That's a must listen. Yeah, I really think the hosts bring a tone that's celebratory. It's also informative and reflective, which I really can appreciate. Every episode is a journey. It offers a range of emotions and perspectives that keeps you hooked from start to finish. As soon as I turn it on, I'm like, mm. And let's not forget, Black perspectives haven't always been at the forefront of America's story. But now they are the story. Period. So this is not just a podcast, y'all. It's a collection of some of NPR's best episodes showcasing the brilliance and resilience of the black experience. And we know NPR is known for its commitment to diverse storytelling. But with them presenting black stories, black truths, I would say that this is NPR with the noir twist. (laughs) So what are you waiting for? Turn on NPR today and immerse yourself in a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and black as the incredible country we reflect. And remember, stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, available wherever you get your podcast. Y'all, I think this is the year for me to really tap in and learn a new language. I took French in high school and then I let it go after the requirement was met. But with the European summer loading, I would love to have this language under my belt. And I know just the thing to help me with this. Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the language learning powerhouse that's been transforming lives for the past 30 years. Imagine a language learning journey that not only works, but feels like a seamless part of your vibrant and dynamic world. And listen, this is not just for the language connoisseurs. It's for the bold, brilliant, and beautiful women like us ready to embrace the world of languages. Say hello to effortlessly acquiring Spanish, French, Italian, German. I mean, there's over 25 different languages to choose from. Rosetta Stone immerses you in your chosen language, teaching you to speak, listen, and even think in that language without any translation hiccups. This process is as intuitive as choosing your next hairstyle, girls. Starting with words then phrases, and before you know it, you're crafting sentences like a pro. I love it because it's designed for long-term retention, ensuring that your newfound language skills become second nature. Now let's talk about the real magic for a minute, true accent. Rosetta Stone's speech recognition feature acts like a personal stylist, but for your accent, giving you real-time feedback on your pronunciation. No more awkward language faux pas, just pure elegance and for the woman on the move whether you're on your desktop or using the app Rosetta Stone seamlessly fits into your busy life they have an audio companion and the ability to download lessons offline meaning you can learn anytime anywhere and I have a secret for you for a limited time Rosetta Stone is offering a lifetime membership at 50% off. Yes, you heard that right. You get unlimited access to all 25 languages for the rest of your beautiful life. This is a deal that I don't think you want to miss. So why wait, sis? 
Don't put off your language journey any longer. Right now, BGB listeners can snag Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off by visiting rosettastone.com backslash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. It's your time to shine, Buki, and Rosetta Stone is here to make your language dreams a reality. If you're anything like me, you are probably tired of spending all your money on takeout or you're over all the stress that comes with meal planning. Listen, Factor Meals is here to save the day. I mean, imagine this. Delicious, chef-crafted meals delivered right to your door, ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. Y'all, no more grocery shopping, no more shopping, no more dishes. Just restaurant quality goodness made with fresh high quality ingredients. I love Factor. Factor offers over 35 different options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan, veggie, and so much more. Whatever your diet is, they have you covered. Plus, they have over 55 delicious add-ons like breakfast smoothies and protein bars to keep you fueled all day long. And the meals are good. Every meal that I've had has been so good. And let's talk numbers. Factor is actually less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved. So you know you're getting the good stuff. You can choose as many or as few meals as you need from 6 to 18 per week. And... You can even pause or reschedule deliveries to fit your busy schedule. I prefer to use Factor for my lunch meals because that is the time of the day where I'm super busy. So I can just grab something out of the fridge and not have to worry about it. So why don't you diss the stress and step into your bravado with Factor meals. They're perfect for the boss babe on the go, the queen who values her time, and the woman who deserves delicious healthy food without the hassle. So are you ready to reclaim your kitchen throne? Head to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50 to get 50% off. That's right. You heard me. I said 50% off. So go to factormills.com slash bravado50 and use code bravado50. Do not miss out, sis. That's Morgan. I mean, I'm new Morgan in early. Oh, that is my friend. I thought I you had Morgan. From, yeah, Morgan. But yeah. Yes. I, I have, met Morgan when I was in the fifth grade. Okay, good, good. Yeah. Early childhood vibes. Or so six. Kayla's more of your like late adolescence friends. Yeah. And what about her? Like, what is it, Ashley? Or they've known each other since middle elementary. I'm talking about you though. You met them around the same time. Oh, Ashley. I met Ashley after high school. Oh, the okay. last year of high school. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, this this is probably where you start meeting a lot of friends and maybe people that you still are in communication with, mm-hmm. people who you grow up with, go to high school. You, these are like your middle school, high school friends. Y'all kicking it. Maybe you're in school activities together or um, city activities like popcorn or shit. Cheerleading. Yeah. Honestly, I'm not too cool with anybody that I was like really gang gang with in late adolescence that I'm still friends with to this day. Like really there's it's social media vibes. It's not nobody that I keep in touch with. I just see them peripherally, but I'm not friends with them. I have, I have Kayla crystal. Oh, Ashley Chanel Ashley Chanel. I mean, there's a few people. Yeah. But not, not crazy. Not a crazy Mm -hmm. amount. Cause child, we be growing. I know. And these are the people that probably like they're your friends, but you don't talk to them all the time. But, you know, like we it's still love that was such a pivotal point in our lives yeah. that there's some of that. Yeah. Love. That keeps you together. Exactly. The foundation, the strong foundation, the base. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. those years feel like, wow, when you're going through you them, learn so much. About yeah. When yourself. you're going through them, it's like, what are we doing here? And you have some wild stories, mm-hmm. you know, growing up, being wild together. Yeah getting in trouble you do all those things together right 20s are like that too baby mm. yeah tell the story tell, tell us about the 20s and the 30s so the 20s and the 30s <laughs> these are the this is when we're finding our way into adulthood Find and figuring out back. shut up figuring out <laughs> our our identity so mm-hmm. we have to have diff- diverse groups of friends right different yeah. social groups this is i feel like when you have the most different kind of friends or short-lived friendships like she was my close ass friend for a year yeah two years and i had another one who was my close ass mm-hmm, friend mm-hmm. for you know like we're really trying to figure out who am i really yeah 
Like, who do I really mesh with? And I think because you have this, this was like a really trans, a big transition because you're going from some sort of like college or yeah, whatever you're doing into that space after college where you are entering the workforce, you're meeting your coworkers. Sometimes those friendships turn into something. Mm-hmm. You're doing more, I don't want to say adult-like activities, but you're participating in activities like going to the gym, maybe deciding if you want to do yoga and different things like that and building friendships around these different areas of your life as opposed to just going home and going to school. Yeah, and this is when we met. This is when we met. And these are some of the friends that really, like, this is where you make some lifelong Mm -hmm. friendships. A lot Mm -hmm. of people's college friends end up being their lifelong friends. That helps carry you through all the other phases because it's like you have a firmer understanding of who you are. Yeah. And you know the type of vibe that you would want in a friend. You know what you like, what you don't like. Mm -hmm. Um. So after you go through like the early part of your 20s, like where you're weeding people out and sometimes in your 30s, people got to get cut Cut again. You got to do another cut. But yeah, I've had. So I remember like in my early 20s, I had a bunch like of different. Oh, close friend. You're my close friend. And Mm -hmm. then like we're not friends anymore. Yeah, same, same. And not not necessarily no smoke. It's just we're not besties. Really? It was like, you know, phase besties. Yeah. Phases of what bestie phases. Yeah. I feel like you do have that a lot in college and like those early 20s. Like, girl, we are so close. Like you're always together. The two peas, one pod. Yeah. And then you get in another pod. <laughs> you get out that pot and you yeah. jump in another one. Y'all always at the club together. Y'all always doing a day parties. Mm-hmm. Y'all functioning. Yeah, I had a friend like that. Yeah, I had a few. Same. I feel like I had like two or three, two or three of those, maybe two. I feel like I had one. Yeah, you just doing all type of shit. I was raving a lot, doing some shit with, with a small group here. Yeah. Then doing this with another group, then doing that with another group. You have your little pockets. But I will say that my friends that I have now who like if I want to call up and do something, some adult shit, they are people that I've all met in college. Like my sores who have just become my friends just because we're compatible and aligned. Um, and then, of course, you. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's potential to even in these early 30s meet some really nice women who we can, you know, foster uh, yeah, and the same type of build a different friend. type of connection. Exactly. with too. I feel like my mom does that pretty well. Right. Like she has this evolving sort of friend group. Like she has people who she's known for a really long time, but she's been making friends like even in her 40s and 50s like my mom too yeah like they go to work my mom will go to work she'll meet somebody cool or somebody at the gym and they just connect and she is um you know what she's really good at this she's good with extending and having people over and intermingling the friend group and then it turning into something else so she she's been really good with like kind of growing her friend group as it grows you know watching the sweet life Mm mm-hmm to be 25 again is one thing. <laughs> right. To be 25, wow. But then I also thought about them taking 23 people or 24 people on a vacation. Oh, to Mexico? It when blew, they went to Cabo? It, 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 I said I could never. Bringing all them people together, all those different types. Oh, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't and there was issues. All those people from different it phases of much, her life. But they she, were young. They I mean. Young. But in the time, if you think about it, she was trying to mix her adolescent friends or her early childhood right, right, friends right. with her current with the current friends that she's establishing in this new phase of her life, which is like early to mid 20s, where she has a different identity. And her friend, um, Candace, just wild. She was cutting up. But she, there wild. are some people from different phases of life that you can intermingle with all friends. Like, of course, it takes a certain type of friend, though, like if you're completely different and it's like we're different but we're still cool you should know who to bring around and who to keep separate i know but she just had everybody she together had everybody. and i said that could never work for me i that could never work for me too much i feel like i'm a mutable friend i can be i'm the friend that um you're like amanda huh hmm? like amanda in the sweet life she was like, like girl i'm not tripping no i'm like i'm the friend well maybe but i was thinking of it in the sense that i can um be cross mingle with my friends other friends mm-hmm. you know some people you can't it's like yeah 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 and or she acting funny or she possessive yeah. or you yeah, know you know yeah. certain people you just like can't yeah yeah definitely but i like make friends with my friends friends you do you yeah. do that you do that well i feel like i'm pretty mutable too 
Yeah. Like, it's just like, okay, I'm for like everybody having a good time and I'm not, I'm possessive in a different type of way. But if I know that people have already been friends with you, then I feel like we're all possessive. We're all friends. We're all together. I like us to all be able to just hang out and have a good time. Period. Especially like certain things that we all can do together. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. So next phase is the motherhood phase, y'all. Now we ain't quite there yet. Haven't entered it. We ain't quite there yet. I'm still mothering these niggas. But oh my I'm just God. kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm not <laughs> mothering my dog. But for y'all of there, y'all of out there who are in the motherhood phase, this is where you need friends who are around when you bring a baby in the mix, right? Somebody who you could talk about all the little baby shit y'all want to talk about. So like, there's a lot of mommy group friends. Yeah, like, oh my god, they took their first step, or oh my god, they're eating solid food right, now. Like, how are you transitioning your baby? Play dates, all like, that kind of stuff. Talking about Kayla preschool. definitely has mommy friends. Yeah, and this is good. I think get you a group because I can't always relate, and I can't relate at all, honestly, when it comes to like solid foods and oh my god, whatever y'all be, you know, the things that y'all talk about as moms, it's really important. And I think it's also good to have other friends who are moms because the transition from motherhood or from non motherhood into motherhood is, I'm pretty sure, a lot, especially when you only have friends who are not parents. Get you some friends who have kids. It's important. It's essential. You need that. Gosh, because then you're going to be resentful when your homegirls who don't have no kids keep going out and doing things and not inviting you or you can't go for whatever reason because y'all lives are so starkly different. I really hope the Lord says the same on our journey. I don't know what he's doing with me, but we need to have kids within a year of each other. We will. That's a good, you know, the kids can be a year apart and they can still be friends. (laughs) They can be a year apart and they can still be friends. They can even be two years apart and be friends. Let's just do one. For I'm fine with one. I agree. I agree. Let's do it, Lord. You hear our cries. We put it on the altar. I saw these two best friends that were pregnant at the same time. Like one got pregnant. I seen that. I seen a group of friends that are like that too. Two friends. Both one of their kids. They were like three months apart. The same. We probably seen the same damn people. One had a boy. One had a girl. Yeah. We seen the same people. Girl. Same. I know these people from oh. growing up. Oh, no, no, not them. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. No. I'm like, know. I know they these weren't people. from here. Oh, okay. It was actually Brie from Spike Spin and oh, her best friend. Really? Her and her bestie. They they had babies like very close to each other. And they had they have a podcast now called Something About Motherhood. Oh, okay. Very good. But cute. I'm like, very we can cute. definitely transition this podcast into talking about all things motherhood. <laughs> That'd be Bravado moms. That'd be but, cute. I, um, I would love that for us. Honestly, truly. I would absolutely adore it. Right. It would it would only be right. But the two people that I'm talking about, one got pregnant, one was like six months pregnant, and the other one got pregnant right after. Mm-hmm. Like four four or five months. Mm-hmm. One had a girl, one had a son, and then the other one now is ha- I think Oh, I know who you're talking about. Their whole journey's aligned, right? Like the engagement, the marriage. Yes. Yeah. That's both have son. I think they both have a son and one girl has two sons and the one girl has two yeah you told me about them yeah and, and their kids are like damn near the same perfect bop, 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 bop. <laughs> even the second pregnancy bitch what that's the, the second one too that's what i'm telling you yes oh my god the first pregnancy their kids are like three or four months apart and the second pregnancy they're also like two to four months apart do they have a pact I don't know, but whatever they did, I need to do it. What do we got to do? Blood sisters, remember blood sisters, remember spiking yourself and becoming blood sisters? I'm going to have to be on a fast track. You remember blood sisters? Yeah. Putting a little blood in. (laughs) The Lord going to have to put me on a fast track. Or maybe I'm just on a slower track. You never know. You never Listen, listen, listen. I already told my boo listen, no ring. Just on align them. Just align the tracks or just align the track. No ring on finger. <laughs> Whatever they say. No belly, no baby and belly. The, the the we need to be running side by side. Same track. Shikari. Shikari. And somebody else. Shikari. Put put us together, Lord. <laughs> okay. We need to be running together. Running this Seriously? race together. Yeah, it's hard. That motherhood one is, is tough. Because I don't I mean, I will, but I don't want to have to what don't you want to do? I'm trying to think about who would be my mommy friend. Like you need to have people who are. It would be me. I'm saying if we if we weren't on the same track. At that point, you would just transition to godmother. Your baby half the time. <laughs> Her baby half the time. Seriously, I don't oh, think. Oh shit! Honestly, by the time I get ready to have a kid, whenever the Lord says it, we're we will probably be at the point where we're slowing down a little bit. We ain't gonna be in the streets like forever. Of course not. Right. So it would be like. 
you would still you would be we will you would still be my friend okay now, now we are trying possessive. to figure now we're trying to figure she said you would still be, <laughs> you will still be you mine will still be and mine. i will still be yours and we would transition together you want to be like my doula or something I get, I get provide the midwife services all day. That ain't no problem. Good. Because I think they're like massaging and easing the back and all of that. Yeah. Rub butter on me or whatever I need. <laughs> <laughs> you know, something to make mm-hmm. me feel special. And right. I'm bringing this goddamn child earthside. Oh, Ooh, Lord, man. take me. That's <laughs> that ain't nothing. To, that ain't nothing to play with. I'm definitely going to need support because I'm going to be traumatic. Yeah, you are. You are really going to be traumatic. Oh, Lord. I will braid your hair. We will get you some braids. <laughs> Brittany is I can't getting... get the braids during labor. They have no, to already be in my head. Be... <laughs> I can't take that. The Why? double up of pain. <laughs> Why would you be getting braids? Because sometimes they come. Not, no, they do like your hair. Pull it back if you don't already have knotless oh, or singles. Okay, okay. You will have your appointment scheduled a week before. <laughs> two give me a month or three not a week because you I have need to wear fresh you yeah you got to wear them throughout that first couple right, weeks right, of right, right, being right, back right, home right, with the right, child right right <sighs> okay so then we have we have our full-on adult relationships so these are the relationships that it ain't there's we're no here. bs we're here we know that we're aligned there's court we're aligned with our core values morals mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We don't have no time to waste on superficial friendships. No we superficial see friendships. Like, we you know, back in our 20s and 30s, we were having friendships mm-hmm. to serve certain purposes. But these are some real solid individuals. You may notice that you don't have as many friends as yes. you used to have. Yes. The group may dwindle down a little bit, but you know, they're solid as a rock. Come on, come on. They're solid as a rock. These are some friendships that you take into the grave. Speaking of the grave, we have our older adult <laughs> Speaking of the grave, we had our have our older adulthood friends. Now, these ones, we know as you get older, the friend groups shrink smaller and smaller because people are going on the glory. They're transitioning to the other side. Mm. And, you know, maybe you're, they're just not in a space where they can talk or communicate as frequently because of health and just just getting older and life, life, life happening, life lifing. Yeah. And this is where we really have our core little friends, the few friends we have to help us fight through any like old age depression or just getting older. And yeah, these are the ones that are going to really go to the grave with us. Somebody's going first. Yeah. How easy is it for you to make friends? Um, I think I'm a friendly person, so it could be easy. I'm just not always open and receptive to like going out there making new friends. <laughs> but I'm very friendly. I'm very personable. I'm very welcoming. If somebody wants to be my friend, you know, that's another thing. If I don't feel like we vibe, if I don't get the vibe, it's hard for me to let somebody be my friend. That's the, that's nor- that's normal though. You if you got a vibe, you gotta have it has to be a mutual vibe. I know, but I'm not good at like letting the vibe build. You know. I mean, there has to be a s- initial spark. I think I'm good at attracting friends. Like people come, mm-hmm. and it's like a a mutual attraction. It's like, oh, we can be friends. Yeah. 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 I'm pretty open to new possibilities like if something presents itself even if it doesn't turn into like a full fledged yeah. like you know major thing yeah i think you're good with that like hanging out with people who like if you don't normally hang out with them you'll still go hang out and do something with them and i don't i will not do I that i definitely will because I, I will like, make an excuse as to why i can't go oh yeah no i'm not like that i like hanging out with people if they're cool I know. See, and that's the thing. Like, I'm not going to just hang out with any and everybody. I know. I don't know if I have, like, a super high expectation for cool. What do you mean? Like, what do you want them to be? No, that's what I'm saying. I just feel like maybe I'm expecting us to have a spark, like a real spark, not just be like, oh, that was cool. I mean, no. Yeah, I know. That's what I'm saying. I feel like maybe my expectation for, like, cool and, like, us vibing is kind of high. Because I want it to be like effortless and fun and funny. And maybe I got to stop comparing all these interactions. It'd be to- fun and funny though. Like it, I feel like it doesn't have to be like some spark where it's just like, oh my God, I just feel like you are like bestie energy mm-hmm. to like hang out. It's just like, oh, it's a good time. You're a good time. Good conversation. And then we don't got to do it frequently, but it was fun for today. Yeah. yeah. It's hard for me. Mm. Uh-uh. I'd be like. Uh uh-uh, uh uh-uh. I need somebody there to like balance it out so that it, all the pressure ain't on me. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I'm like who else? Maybe is I have coming? to take some of that off of it because it shouldn't be pressure. Right. That's what. It's but, just like existing. 
I know. I just don't like it. But I think that I am personable and easy to be friends with. And if they come up to me and they want to vibe and it's a vibe, then yeah, let's vibe. But you just said you're not going to hang out with them. No, I know. So what? You- because this is the thing. This is the thing. If it's a vibe and I'm really, really feeling it, then I'm cool with it. But it's, it's, and I'm, you know how nice I am. Come on, come on. She, you just want everybody, you always want to put emphasis. I'm so nice. I am. So that's what I'm saying. I feel like it's easy for people to come towards me, but I'm not always eager to, it's just hard. I'd be like, oh, what is going to be like? I hope it's like, like, ugh, I don't know. It's hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I think it could be that way sometimes. But it's okay. I'm hard trying to, to hang out with new people. Hard to, yeah. Yeah, kind of. And probably because I be in my head a lot about like, what are we going to talk about? Mm. The full agenda. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what you want to talk about? You already know. I said this on the previous part. I'm like, why are they texting me? Mm-hmm. I already be thinking about that. Like, what they want to say? Mm-hmm. What could they possibly say? So, has just, making friends for you ever been a challenge? Since you no. say people gravitate to you, do you gravitate to people? Sometimes, yeah, I have. Like, I think it's like a mutual gravitation. It's like, oh, you know, when you're just talking to people and you notice that you have a lot in common, and you're like, oh, we should hang out. Like, and and then it just gets extended from there. Mm. I don't feel like it's ever been a challenge. I've never felt like um, I didn't have a friend. Got it. And I've been in a lot of um, situations where I've been in new environments that require a friend, or they don't require a friend, but like, you know, you move. You mm-hmm. start like a club or join something. Mm-hmm. And I've been able to make like friends easily in those situations. Like, okay, I decided I'm going to be in a fashion show. Oh, I made a friend here. And now yeah. we're friends. And then we like hang out outside of that mm-hmm. or at work. That, that's an easier way to make friends. But I made like friends like that. Um, it hasn't been a challenge though. Good. Yeah. Yeah. I think you've had experience with that because of moving and doing some new things. Yeah, like I've been to a lot of different schools. Yeah. So each time I went, like moved and went to a different school, like I meet people. Mm -hmm. And when I say that people be gravitating to me, they do. Like one day, (laughs) (laughs) like I was at um, a school and I was just like, I didn't have friends yet. So I was just sitting outside and I was eating my lunch. But I wasn't like, I was out like where everybody be. But I wasn't with nobody. I was by myself. And then um, I was sitting there every day just doing my thing. And then these girls came up to me and they were like, you look so cool. Like, we see you all the time. You be by yourself. You should come eat with us. Or do you want to be in this with us? I'm like, sure. I have some friends now. (laughs) And it was cool. Yeah. That happens, especially when you knew mind your own goddamn business. I think that's a thing. Yeah. That's a thing. But, you know, I I can say that even dating back to high school, I've always gone to the same school. I went to the same elementary for a long time. Same friends. I went to the same high school. Majority of high school, I left in senior year. Mom, I killed my mom for that. Me too. I left too. I left in junior year, but I came back in senior. I left for. I left the second half of junior year, which uh, it was damn near over. Killed me. But I can think back to that time when we went. My sister and I started a new school, and this is how I feel like I say I have pressure. I put a lot of pressure on people like I have this expectation of what I want the friends to be friendship to be or what I want it to feel like because my sister and I we did not like those people there we did not there was like a handful of blacks and like basically all the black people kicked it together my sister and I were new to the school so they was trying to recruit us right but they were not the kind of people that I I just did not vibe with them I didn't like them I was like "Mm -mm." they were like y'all could come (laughs) that's what I'm saying my sister and I we were eating together by ourselves enjoying one another's company because we like (laughs) to be together and they were like oh yeah y'all should come over here hang with us and I was like uh, thanks but no thanks absolutely not yeah <laughs> and i did not hang out with them and that happened in senior year too i was sitting alone and somebody came up and they were like yeah let's let i was like not my <laughs> kind of person now i can feel that you're not my kind of person we're not and then when somebody did come up that i like i said okay i will go i will go yeah. with you Mm-mm. that um that happened to me when i moved when i moved to stockton when we moved to stockton i was in 11th grade 
And I was adamant about returning to my original school. I'm like, I'm not going to get comfortable here because I don't plan on staying. Period. And I don't want it to look like I'm having a great time. I need to keep this image up that I do not have any friends <laughs> to help my story. Yeah. And so... Um, a part of that school, we had to like get one of the programs or classes, what it was like, you can get bussed off to do like banking or fashion design or whatever you, they take all the kids to a little JC and you do that little extra course. So, um, I did that and you know, all the black kids sit on the back of the bus. I didn't have any friends, but I'm still sitting in the back of the bus because this is my people, you know, we're not <laughs> friends, but I'm still going to the back of the bus like I normally would. So, of course, they were trying to, you know, be friends, recruit, da-da-da-da, the recruit. Mm. But I was like, no, no, I am not. I'm not. Nope. Nope. I don't want to go to the football games. Nope. None of that. And even at, during lunch, I was sitting in the yearbook class yeah. eating my lunch. Same. We were by ourselves shaded. I was like, I cannot make friends here. And that helped me with my case. I said, Mom, I have no <laughs> but friends. But did you want to make, Did were you trying to be resistant just to prove the case and you really wanted to, like, hang out? Or you I really wanna just want to not want to make. I didn't want nothing. I just didn't want to get comfortable there. I was set in my mind that I, this is not the vibe. I'm like, mom, I have no friends. I'm eating lunch. It's Alone yearbook, by choice. And I need to go back. You're like, don't ruin my life. Uh-uh. Do not ruin my life. And I went back, right back with my friends. I was talking to my friends on the phone. Same. I talked to Adrian for hours. I was like, my Bitch. cell phone bill was a thousand dollars. Same. My my mom was so hurt. She was crying. Why would y'all do this to yeah, me? I'm like, why'd you do it to pissed. me? Why'd you do it to me? You moved me. Our our, our cell phone bill is fifteen hundred dollars. Fifteen hundred dollars for me and Wook's phone because we had been. I was talking on the phone during the daytime, and you know, nighttime minutes didn't start until seven. Exactly. At the time, I started seven. Exactly. I was on the phone at lunch during every free me period. Me too. During every lunch on my walk home, which was forty minutes, damn near. Uh, 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 I I was on that phone, and it sucked because the schools in Rancho started like two weeks before the schools in Lakewood. Mm. So that's why I was talking to my girl every uh, lunch period. I'm like, girl, what's what you doing? Cause these these blacks trying to be friends with me, and I'm not. For <laughs> that was it. me. I was on the phone, and they like you always on that phone. I'm like, what? <laughs> so what about it? I am, and yeah, who's yeah. gonna check me? Yes. So, um, what do you feel like some are some lessons that you've learned about friendship through your your years? A few lessons. Mm-hmm. <sighs> be the friend that you wish to have. That's the gospel right there. Be the friend that you wish to have. Uh, You know, show up for people the way you want them to show up for you. Be dependable if you want them to be dependable. Um, What else I've learned? I think that's really the big one. I think, and and also that when it's not working, it just got to go. You can't be afraid. As much as it hurts. And I've shared my story about pain and hurt, y'all. Oh, yeah. As much as it hurts, sometimes you got to put yourself first. Because the thing about friendships, um, the same way they they can mirror your romantic relationships. Sometimes we stay in them way past the expiration date. And you're not getting what you put into it. You're feeling empty and depleted. And sometimes you got to just put yourself first and be like, honestly, this is just no longer serving me. I got to go. For real. And it seems dramatic to like break up with your homegirl, but... Sometimes it can be very silent. When I made the choice, it was quiet. It was silent, you know? I was like, I gotta. I mean, you knew. Wasn't that silent, but for her, it was. Yeah. And it sucked, but still. So, yeah, I think those are the main ones for me. That's what I've learned. I've definitely learned those same lessons. Mm-hmm. Show up for your friends. Um, Definitely be the friend that you want to have. And um, if someone's not reciprocating your energy, they got to go. Because when you're in a friend, is you give a lot. Well, the type of friend, <clears throat> excuse me, that I am, I feel like it takes a lot. So I definitely need to be poured back into because it will not feel good, like an equal playing field. Feels terrible. So. Yes. I think that was good. Yeah. Always learning, always evolving, always growing. Get you a few people who you can grow with. And accepting that friendship don't always make it to our next phase that's okay hopefully it served the purpose that it was meant to serve while you guys were friends Mm -hmm. and just because you weren't the same type of friend or like you know the friendship has 
shifted doesn't mean you can't be friends. It just looks a little different. Yeah. You know, you might have hung out every day in high school, but now I only say happy birthday on Facebook. That'd be it for me. Happy <laughs> birthday, BF. Happy birthday. Yes. And that, that's that's good enough. Sometimes that's good enough. Right. So now, now it's, it's time, time to pick, pick up, up your pen. pen. We're dropping, dropping a gem. So this was a gem that a homegirl actually shared with us on Instagram. And it's a... um. Like kind of like an affirmation playlist. It's called, um, it's by Tony Jones and it's called I See Me Mantras. So she's basically like laying out affirmations on a track. So it's like some good beats. Mm. Sort of like Sheila with the meditation mix. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really good. I highly recommend 10 out of 10 recommend. The energy budget one's one of my faves. Where can they find this? Um, You can find it on Spotify. That's where I listen. Tony Jones, T-O-N-I Jones, and it's called I See Me Mantras. There it is. Yeah. I think that's it this week. That's it for this week. If you like what you're hearing, share it. Please. Be our friend. Yeah, let us know. Share it. And we will chat with y'all next week. Love you. Bye. Bye. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland. For innovators everywhere, visit highland.com.